0: Romans chapter 8, verse number 28 says this, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, God, for this opportunity that we have to just share the good news of Jesus Christ, the saving grace of your power, And I pray, dear God, that you will bless us and help us today because this morning in this place, there's someone that needs to be lifted up. There's someone that needs a touch in their body and their soul and their heart and their mind. And I ask you, God, just by the the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, that you just minister to to every individual, God, because you see us exactly where we're at and help us, and and God, I pray, Lord, that you might hide us behind the cross and take all of our imperfections, and God, allow us to preach and deliver a life-changing word. God, to your people today, we thank you for this in Christ's name, amen. I'm talking to you about rerouting, okay? And uh, there's so many times in our life, we, we make mistakes, we have wrong turns, we have disappointments, and we find that our life is being rerouted. Things don't turn out exactly like we thought that we they would. But no matter what happens, life goes on. And we experience circumstance, the circumstances of rerouting. Okay, I have a good friend in Jefferson City. In fact, his name is Lowell Perkins. And uh, I always tell people Lowell Perkins isn't near as old as what you think he is because he was one of the kids in my youth group when I was a youth pastor. Wow. And uh, Lowell and I are great friends. And right now he is in the hospital with COVID, all right? And several people in their, in their church have got that right now. And, and folks say, well, what are we going to do? Listen, in spite of it all, life goes on, all right? And uh, it's possible that most people do recover, you know, of COVID, of, of this horrible COVID virus. But in spite of what happened, that life keeps going on and life keeps moving forward. We experience circumstances of rerouting. And many times we cannot interpret these circumstances at exactly that moment. And so many times what we want to do is in this process of rerouting, Jill, we want to say, well, this is good and this is bad. But the truth of the matter is we really don't know what the good and what the bad because God says this, that all things are working together, that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and that are called according to his purpose for them. So the p- first point I want to make to you today is this, that only God knows the greater purpose That is at work in the rerouting of your life. Get that today. Only God sees the full purpose of the rerouting. Only God sees and only God knows what is happening in your life right now, no matter what you're facing. You see, there's no, I want you to catch this today, and I'm not really caught up on semantics a lot. Okay there's people that's caught up on semantics and from time to time I do say things to people like good luck okay and there's a lot of christians and they just would reprimand someone for saying good luck but you know what i'm just a i'm just an average ordinary human being and sometimes i get my semantics messed up. Messed up. And I, I I truly believe that all good things and all blessings comes from God. So sometimes I might talk to you about your job and I might talk to you about your promotion. I say, man, that's good luck. All right. It doesn't mean that I'm a witch or a warlock or anything like that. It's just, I'm just human. Okay. And sometimes I say human things, all right? But I want you to catch this, that really in, 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 in the truth of the matter is there's no good luck and there's no bad luck. I want you to get that today. No good luck and no bad luck. There's an old man who lived in the mountains with his only two possessions, his son and his horse. And one day the man's horse escaped from its corral and it ran away, leaving the man with no ability to to plow his field because, you know, the horse is gone. So all the neighbors told the old man, they said, we're sorry for your bad luck. And the old man said, well, how do you know it's bad luck? And so a few days passed, and the man went out, and his son looked, and that horse came back, and when the horse came back, it was leading six other wild horses And the boy opened the corral, and the horses ran into the corral. And the neighbors told the old man, they said, Well, it's wonderful the good luck that you're having. You just got some new horses. And the old man said, How do you know it's good luck? And then a couple days after that, the son was trying to tame the wild horses in the corral, and he broke his leg, and it left him crippled. And again, the neighbors came to the old man and they said, we're sorry to hear about your bad luck. And the old man said, well, how do you know it's bad luck? And then a short time later, a war broke out and they were calling for all able-bodied young men to come into the, into the army. And so because the boy was crippled because of his broken leg, they passed him over for the army. And so what did the neighbors do? All the neighbors came to the old old man. And they said, what good luck that your son was not taken." And once again, the old man asked, or the old man said, how do you know it was good luck? How do you know it was good luck? You see, some things in life seem good or bad at the moment, okay? But later we realize and we see the bigger picture, Okay. <coughs> There's some of us, and we, we met the girl of our dreams. We met the guy of our dreams. and said, man, all my problems are over. <clears throat> I'm in this relationship that I've always dreamed of having. <clears throat> what good luck I'm having. <laughs> and then you got down a little further down the road and found it wasn't good luck at all. It was bad luck. <laughs> but remember, there's no good luck or bad luck, okay? Life is full of rerouting, if you will rerouting that comes from mistakes, wrong terms, disappointments, just time and chance and circumstances. It's rerouting, rerouting our life. But here's what we need. We need a strategy to turn what seems like negative experiences into a positive force, a positive tool in our life, because get over it. Life is full of rerouting. But there's some people, and they always feel like they're always on the losing end. You know, I'm not going to ask for a show of hand. We feel like I'm, I'm, just a lo- I'm, I'm a born loser. I lose at everything. I don't ever win anything. Okay? And we say, if only, if only my parents would have had more money. If only I would have had a better education. If only I would have finished high school. If only I would have went to college. If only I would have gotten my, my degree or a better education. If only I would have went to a trade school. You see, I've got a friend whose family used to vacation in Branson, Missouri every summer, okay? Now, right now, you go to Branson, Missouri, and there's stuff built literally everywhere, But my buddy, his parents went and vacationed every summer in Branson in the 60s and 70s. You know what they had in Branson in the 60s and 70s? Basically two, yeah, woods. They basically had two things down there, okay? They had Silver Dollar City, okay? And there's some of you that's, that's old enough, you can remember watching the Beverly Hillbillies, and they went to Silver Dollar City. Did anyone ever see those episodes? And it was in the 60s. And another thing they had in Branson look it up on YouTube. You can watch those, okay? Another thing they had in Branson in the 60s was Shepherd of the Hills. The two things, Silver Dollar City, Shepherd of the Hills. And my my buddy said this, if only my dad <laughs> could have just bought a couple of acres in Branson in the 60s, we would be set today. You see, a lot of times we look at our whole life, if only, if only I hadn't married that bum, if only, if only I would have done this, or if I would, nearly every person has said, if only, if only I had not made that mistake, if only I had not taken that wrong turn, if only I had not suffered that disappointment. You see, if only my hopes and dreams had not be, been rerouted, get over it. Because life is full of rerouting, if you will. And God knows all things. And often people second guess their next move. But I want, I want to assure you this, that God is never at a loss for what he is going to do regardless of what takes place in your rerouting. If you will trust in God, if you will follow in God, not leading to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge the Lord and allow him to direct you in all of your life, that God knows exactly what he is going to do regardless of what takes place in your rerouting. You see, God always has a plan. I want you to understand that. I want you to jot that down. God always has a plan. I might not have a plan, but God has a plan. He knows all things. People second guess, God doesn't have to second guess. God is omniscient. God is all-knowing and God always has a plan and God is always at work. When I don't recognize it, God is at work. When I don't see it, God is at work. When I don't feel like it, God is at work. God is always at work. God has a plan today. God's got a plan in your life right now. I don't know what your rerouting is all about. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know about the mistake. I don't know about the wrong turn. I don't know about the disappointment, but God is at work and God has a plan for your life and God is going to take circumstances, the circumstances that you think are bad, the circumstances that you think are good, and God is going to use those for your good and for his glory today. He's going to do that today. You see, you might not be able to see the hand of God. God is always at work. You might not be able to see the hand of God, But in the stillness, in the silence, God is working in us and all around us today. And sometimes it takes years to see the results. But rest assured that God is always at work. And God uses all things to bring growth into our life. And sometimes we're in the middle of the mistake. We're in the middle of the the disappointment. We're in the middle of the wrong turn. And we're experiencing the pain of the rerouting. We experience the agony of the rerouting and the waiting on God. And it seems like everyone else is being blessed. It seems like everyone else is living the good life. It seems like everyone else is moving forward. But we're stuck in a rut. We're stuck in our problem. We're stuck in our mistake, our wrong turn, our disappointment today. And we just can't give out get out of it because everyone else is living on easy street. There's there's three caterpillars they're, they're crawling through a field. You know, now now this isn't necessarily realistic, you know, because caterpillars don't talk, okay? But you get the point of what I'm trying to say, okay? Three caterpillars are crawling through a field, okay, and while they're crawling through the field, they look up. They look up from from wallowing along the ground. They look up to see a butterfly flying by, and the first caterpillar is saying, look at that smart aleck making fun of us, and the next caterpillar looks up and begins to imagine for a minute, it may be cool if I could fly, but no, I can't because I'm, I'm a caterpillar. And the third one looks up and says this. He says, hey, that's my brother. And just a couple days ago, he was a caterpillar, and now he is a butterfly. My turn, my chance to fly is coming. You see, a lot of us, our our whole life can be summarized in, in those three attitudes. Either we're resentful, we're jealous, okay, We feel inferior because we're just a caterpillar. We're never going to get out of the dirt. We're never going to get out of the dust. We're never going to rise up. Or hopefully, we're like the third one who says, listen, that guy was just like me. I saw him a few days ago. He was a caterpillar before he went into his cocoon. And if he flew, if he could rise, I could rise. And that's the attitude that we need to have. We need don't look at other people with jealousy. Don't look at other people in, in inferiority, but realize this: that if God has blessed someone else, if God has used someone else, if God has ministered to someone else, that God can use you, that God has a work for your life, God is working in your life, God has a plan in your life today, and God is going to use you. You see, we respond to the to the rerouting as those three. caterpillars. And I want you to know today that you are uniquely designed and created by God, and God is at work in your life. In spite of your rerouting, in spite of your mistake, your wrong turn, or your disappointment, know this. Know who you are in God. Don't be jealous of the success of other people, but be confident in the fact that you stay faithful to God, and God will always stay faithful to you. If God did something great in their life, that God is not a respecter of persons, and God can do something great in your life, is it going to be easy? No, it's probably not going to be easy, okay? Because when you get in that cocoon, there's a time coming that the caterpillars were going to spin the cocoon, and then they had to struggle to fight their way to get out of the cocoon, okay? And there's a lot of us, and today we're in that cocoon stage, and we're just kinda, I'm just kind of stuck in this thing. We got to fight to get out of it, and the fight, the struggle to get out of it is what builds us up. The the struggle and the fight to get out of it is what actually inflates our wings so we can fly, and so whether you're at the caterpillar (laughs) or whether you're in the cocoon, that God is going to do something great but you got to be able to be part of that process and you've got to you've got to be working and giving and putting your best foot forward every single day. Even though you might not see it right now, God is at work. And right now God is at God is a plan and God is at work and not only is God at work, but God is a work at work in your life. God's at work in your life. Right now. I've got, I've got so many mistakes. I make so many mistakes. I blow it so many times. Last night, uh, Ethan and I, Debbie and I went out. And uh, we went out. and You know, I'm just being my usual s- stupid self, you know, said something, kind of offended my wife. And so I felt really bad about it. God was dealing with me about it. I got home, I was sitting there thinking about it. I thought, God, I'm going to, you help me be a better person than I've ever been before. God, help me, help me to get past, you know, myself and all the mistakes that I made. And so I, I, I took Debbie and went, we walked in Ethan's room, and I said, Ethan, I want you to hear this, and I apologized to my wife in front of my son, you know, for what I had said. Was it something horrible? Well, it hurt her feelings, so it was bad enough, Okay. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, uh, God's, God's working. On, we got to let God work on us. We got to get let God deal with us. We got to let the Holy Spirit get a hold of us about the stuff and the garbage and the junk in our life that's affecting our relationships and affecting so many people around about us. And I was thinking about, God, if I ever reach that day of perfection, that will probably be the moment that I draw my last breath. <laughs> And God says, "That's it. You made it. Time to promote you. Bring you home. Okay." But but I got a Nick. I got a long way to go because I probably got a lot lot of years left to live because I got a lot of I got a lot of quirks. God's got to work out for that to happen. So I want to be consistent. Last thing I want to say to you is this: regardless regardless of what happens, God will use it for our good and for His glory. I think I've already said that, but I want you to get that. Regardless of what occurs, God will use it for our good and for his glory. If you're in the wilderness of life, and last week I talked to you about the children of Israel, and I'm probably gonna go back to that in a, in a future part of this message, in a future part of this series, talking about the children of Israel and God led them out of Egypt. He didn't, he didn't get he didn't send them on the direct route. He sent them on the, on, the, on the route through the wilderness in a roundabout way. And right now, you might be in that roundabout way of the wilderness where God is uh, doing something and you can't imagine it because you're in the wilderness of life. And you say, God, there was an easier path. There was an easier path to where I wanted to go. But God said, no, I had something different. I had something different for you. I had a way that I was going to lead you and it was going to help you to trust in me. It was going to help you to see my glory. It was going to help you to see my power. And so if you're in the wilderness of life right now, that God is with you, that God is leading you, that he's guiding you today. So regardless of what's happening, God uses everything for our good and for his glory. We see a little bit of the picture but God sees and God knows everything, so just trust in God. I'm going to close with this story. Years ago in Scotland, there was a family, their name was the Clark family. They had a dream, and the Clark family uh, was going to go to America. And uh, it's about 100 years ago. They wanted to come to America. A lot of people were coming to America. It was a land of opportunity. It was a land of new hope. It was a land of new beginnings. So they were going to leave Scotland. They were going to come to America. And uh, they planned. They saved. They began to chart their course to come to America. They got their passports. They booked their tickets on a brand-new cruise ship, a brand-new ship. And they got ready. They set the date on the calendar they were going to go. But something happened. Seven days before they were supposed to get on that boat, one of their sons, it was mom and dad and seven children, one of their sons was bitten by a dog. Okay? Now, this is kind of old-fashioned stuff. But you know what happens if you get bit by a dog? They put you under quarantine for guess how long? 14 days, you got it, okay? But wait, we can't be in quarantine for 14 days because we're going to America in seven days and we've already bought our tickets and we got our passports and we already sold the house (laughs) and we made all of our plans and we charted the course and we can't go. Doctor said, sorry, 14 days, I'm restricting you. You cannot leave Scotland for 14 days. So here's what happened. Seven days later, the dad went to the dock. He watched that ship leave that port. He was upset. He was mad. He was angry. He cursed the ship. He cursed God. He cursed everything he could think of, the dog, the possible potential rabies that his son, you know, could be looking at. Cursed all those things, why did you disappoint me? God, why did you reroute us? God, we had so many aspirations. We had, we had so many hopes. We had so many dreams because we've been struggling here in Scotland for such a long time. Why, God? Why, why, why? And a lot of us experience that in our life. Why, God? Why? We had it all figured out, God. We don't know why you're rerouting us. And then they figured it out five days later. That boat sunk. It was called the Titanic. It sunk, killing most of the people. Few survivors, some survivors. See, we don't know. We don't see the bigger picture, but God knows everything. And whatever's happening in your life today, how many times we've been disappointed, we've been angry at what seemed like defeat. And then we discovered that the disappointment saved us from a bigger disaster. Or God directed us to something better. You know, you get laid off from your job. You've been a good employee. You're the best employee. You're as faithful as you can be. You got laid off. Listen, God can lead you to something bigger and greater and better than you've ever imagined before today. So don't look at failure as being final. Don't look at failure as starting over, but rather look at it as this. It's a better direction for a better opportunity because you just got to get over it. Life is full of rerouting life is full of mistakes and wrong turns and disappointments, and some of them are just caused by time and chance and circumstance, has nothing to do with good luck and bad luck. You say, why? Because God said this, that he is going to cause all things to work together for the good of those that love him and that are called according to his purpose. So you see, only God knows the greater purpose that is at work in the rerouting of your life right now. And God always has a plan. And God is always at work. And regardless of what occurs, God will use our rerouting for our good and for his glory. Now, in a few moments, we're gonna give you an opportunity to come for prayer, to find Christ as your savior to pray for needs in your life or healing or or whatever request you would have today. We're going to do that in a moment. So, but before we do, let's, let's pray. Let's pray a prayer today. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, God, right now that you are guiding us and you are leading us. And God, that our life is full of so many events and circumstances. There's things that we understand. We have hopes, we have dreams, we have aspirations. But, God, so many times in the process, we make mistakes. We have disappointments. We have setbacks. There's sickness that occurs. There's failures that occur. There are storms of life that happen. But, God, that whatever, whatever occurs in our life, that whatever we're going through right now, help us to realize, God, that you are leading, that you are guiding, that you'll never leave us, you'll never forsake us, that you can use even a tragedy for our good and for your glory. That, God, you don't bring sickness and disease upon us. They're a result of the sin of this world, a fallen world. But, God, that you can take us in our sickness, in our, in our in our misery, in our distress, in our failure, and you can use that thing to reroute us into a better place, into a better direction And in the process, you can teach us valuable lessons to be the man or the woman that we need to be. Help us, I pray, to trust in you, to walk with you. Lead us, I pray, guide us, I pray, to be the man or the woman that we need to be, to be the the husband or the wife, the mom or the dad that we need to be, the friend, the neighbor that you would have us to be. And it's all for the glory of Jesus Christ. It's all to build your kingdom. And God, we thank you for these things right now. God, bless every person that's in this place. God, you see the events of our life, the circumstances of our life right now. And God, there's someone today in this place that needs you to show up. There's someone today that needs you, God, to to reveal yourself unto them and make yourself real and true and to help them and bless them, encourage them today, lift them up. God, that they'll give their burden. They'll give their failure. They'll give that mistake. They'll give that disappointment to you. In Christ's name, amen.